you would have to be living under a rock to not know about the Mike Tyson incident that occurred. Was that this morning or late yes. last night? It was this 12, morning. 13 hours ago. 13 hours ago. Wait you, a second. I thought you said Mike Tyson was going to be on the show today. <laughs> I no. said we're going to do a Tyson episode. Right. So is he calling in or what? <laughs> no, he's a little busy today, Geo. I'm fucking lost. You're What's so lost. Here? It's unbelievable, right? This is bullshit. We got to go straight into it. Remember I told you like a couple years ago, your day, every day should start off on TMZ. Every day. You open your eyes and <laughs> like some read scripture. Your scripture should be TMZ. Do you remember I, that? I do remember that conversation. You don't do it. Um, ah, no, I don't. I'm going to say I don't do it. And that's fine. You, but you open an app called Instagram, and you, you basically get your news, right? Correct. Actually, this was sent to me via Twitter notification, and I don't even go on Twitter that much, <laughs> but it's so crazy that Twitter had to notify me. Almost impossible to be living and breathing and not know what happened with Mike Tyson today. Fuck, what happened? Is he not dead, is he? <laughs> no, he's not dead. No, we wouldn't be, I wouldn't be laughing. No. Okay. No. Uh, Travis, can you play? First of all, hold on. Let's introduce... George Carmona's with us, making his Action Dougie's debut where he's not dropping off food or behind yes. the rig. Yes. so He's a no. guest Believe today. it or not, believe it or not, yeah. today marks my one-year anniversary from when I first came to Sticky Paws. What? And we no went way. on a fitness junkie shoot, and that kind of started the whole escapade of me working here. Wow. wow. That's cool. One year. I like <laughs> it. Happy anniversary. Uh, okay, I like you. it. Nice. See, Ken, you. someday you'll have one of these. Uh, oh, one <laughs> no, you're, you're on the different squad, he though. Can really. <laughs> he walks out. <laughs> um, yeah, so, all right, Travis, for those that are watching that, you know, are like Geo that mm -hmm. didn't see what happened. Can't believe it. All right, let's play the clip. All right, let's play this clip. All right, here you go. So this, this, this has no audio right now, but what you're seeing is Mike Tyson on top of somebody. Throwing blows. Throwing full-on punches. Oh. And a guy trying to break it up. Right. A brave guy, I should mention. Look at this slow-mo. Oh, my God. Look at that. I mean, can you imagine? It's a white dude. Yeah. This is George talking to Mike Tyson, bro. This shit crazy, bro. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Dog done got lit, man. He over here rapping with Tyson. Mike Tyson trying to give us some shrooms. <laughs> Jet Blue, Matt Flight. That was after. Got beat up by Mike Tyson. Turn that way. Yeah, he got fucked up. Damn. It actually doesn't look as bad as you'd think. Yeah, his face says it all though. Cause so when I first watched it, I only <clears throat> saw his like that facial reaction at the end. Right, and I was like, I was like, how is he like trying to make fun of Mike Tyson, like saying he's upset because Tyson won't talk to him? And then I saw the the actual yeah punch yeah, Geo, what do you think? I, I I'm I'm shocked. Look so at this I, shit. Do you so what is the the story I heard was. He asked for, he took a selfie with them, right? Uh, and then everything was fine. And then the guy just kept getting in Tyson's ear, whatever, and talking and bugging him. Then I heard he threw a water, ball at Ty, a water bottle at Tyson, but we never, there's no video of that, right? No, no. Did you think that really happened or? I don't think, like if there was. Tyson were the, said that. The crazier thing out of all of it is that this mofo just gets to walk off the plane. Like, Mike Tyson got to walk off the plane and went straight to the police department himself. He did? He didn't leave in handcuffs. So he, right after that whole incident and the plane landed, the, the police department was called Wait, to the was plane. the air? That's the part that we don't know. I don't, wow. I don't know if it was in the air or not. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's It looks crazy. like he got bit by a snake. So yeah. like, so you're saying yeah. he went to the police department in Florida. So that was going from San Francisco to Florida. No, 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 no. no? That was in San Francisco. Right. And the so plane he, was going to go to Florida, though. I don't believe so. Oh, he, I thought that's what <clears> I read. So what is going to happen is that he told TMZ that he's not canceling his marijuana oh, really? like speaking event tomorrow in Miami. Okay. So it could have been trying to go to Florida. I don't know if I got derailed or whatever, but... 
I should mention it's, that clip is courtesy of Jason Beckerman. Can you imagine if plain <laughs> cavities like were just a little bit wider? Like when he's going for the punt, like he's not able to really pull back. You could see him try to. Right. And his elbow just keeps knocking into the into the cabin, but oh my god. If you just look yeah, look at the the first couple frames here. Yeah, he just like he just that's probably why he made it out so well is because there was no he didn't have enough room to load up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he could have <clears throat> he could have killed that man. He's still a beast. Yeah, I mean, He's you would beast. think if Mike Tyson connected with some punches, you would look worse than that. Way worse. Way worse, right? Like like knocked out, like you need or medical attention. Up. Yeah, like swollen the Yeah, but I guess the guy must have put his hands up, right? I mean, he just is still even regardless, like oh my god, Can, like <laughs> even just protecting like that. Now he's getting right. through those. Right. So when was this? This morning. This morning, right? Yes. Early this morning. So Early is there this any morning. Fallout? Like, is did he get arrested now? Is so, he in custody? Like I said, he walked to the police department and he explained the whole situation to them. And then, based on what he told them, they were like, "Well, okay." Like there was stuff done in reciprocation of him doing something. Mm -hmm. And then they both like, I think that dude realized like I got out with my fucking life. Right. right. So like, that's a win on my side. And Tyson's also like, uh, you know, what are you guys going to arrest me for? Like th this dude is absolutely going over right. the line, heckling the shit out of me. And, uh, he doesn't fuck around like that. Now Tyson's know? in the set now with the pot <clears throat> company, right? He's financially. Yeah. I would think. Yeah, I would think so. With yeah. Tyson it's Ranch. A, it's the yeah. second go around at Tyson Ranch. Tyson Ranch one failed. Okay. And oh. now he's doing like a relaunch, like Tyson Ranch two. Really? I don't know what went wrong. Like I would assume you just got the wrong people handling the money on the, the first go around, but mm -hmm. I mean, still we fucking all knew about it. Like right. that was like his most well known thing, but yeah, right. he's relaunching it, I guess. I'm sure the podcast does pretty good, right? Hot boxing is that that's his podcast, right? Joe yeah. Rogan was just on it yesterday, I believe. Uh, and Mike was on Rogan last Friday. Right. So they did a little flip flop they did a, there. A swap for swap. Uh, mm -hmm. Cross pollinating, yes. if you will. Yes, like we do with, <laughs> on a different level with yeah. Fitness Junkies brand. <laughs> it doesn't quite have the same impact as Rogan and Tyson. But You've never been <clears> on, have you been on Fitness Junkies? No. I don't think you've I been. I gained too much weight. I'm not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the window. I need you on fitness junkies yeah. when you're back in yeah. your You can't be on fitness junkies if you don't have abs. I think that's just the rule, okay. right? Unless you're doing like a, a transformation uh, show? Tuesday show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, there's a lot to talk about here. I mean, there's the, even though Mike is in the right, it is shocking that he didn't get arrested, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. How did that guy not get arrested? Will they end up on a no-fly list? I don't know. There's so much. Will Just because he didn't get arrested, that guy could still sue Mike. We can't imagine he's not, not going to sue Mike, right? You have to. You well, have to go you try the like, money, right? I mean, and That's yeah, probably the whole purpose of why he did what he did. Well, wait. He's in first class, though, right? The kid, too, right? Right. So maybe it's a and that's a JetBlue flight, right? I didn't even realize JetBlue had first class. I did not know. I that. heard it was JetBlue. I I, I have I no clue. Yeah, that'd be the most interesting thing that's happened on a yeah. JetBlue flight, right? Forever. Can you that imagine is. being on that flight just as a passenger, and you're like, first you have a holy shit moment. Oh my god, it's Mike Tyson across the aisle. Right. Then you have a god. This guy is being really weird and rude to Mike Tyson. And then you're like, man, this guy's alive with Mike Tyson. And then they're like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? right. Oh my God. That what guy's getting beat up by Mike Tyson. You're fucking texting everyone. Right. And you wonder why that's the only video. Right. How is there not more? But maybe it just happened so quick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Because right. I feel like it was probably he took the mushrooms, you know, and they had just like, oh, wait. they had just. Yeah, so the guy mentions mushrooms. Did you hear that? He does mention mushrooms. So that's what I'm thinking. And Mike Tyson, you know, Mike's always taking the mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's always good. taking the mushrooms, dude. So he was definitely like peeking on the shroomies. And then that kid was just looked like, a, you know, like Do you a think vander. Mike was on the shroomies? I would. He's I don't always, think so. If he wasn't on the shroomies, he was on a come down from the past shroomies. Why would they mention mushrooms if Mike wouldn't have mentioned mushrooms? Did Mike mention it? Maybe he was like, do you got any mushrooms, Mike? Yeah. Mike, Mike, how about some mushrooms, dude? 
You know, like I ain't got no much can, room for me. This is a really dumb question. That tra- probably only Travis is qualified to answer in here. Um, can mushrooms look like water in a bottle of water? Yeah, if you like grind it up and you shake it up. So in a could that bottle have not been bottled water? It could have been mushrooms. It could have been mushrooms. Is that yeah. possible? I mean, you would definitely taste it. It would taste like garbage. Yeah, like could have been acid. And, but you could have done that. <laughs> like you could have gone through security. Oh yeah, bought a bottle of water and then whatever. You uh, could probably just hide it in hmm. capsules. They'll think it's just like medication or something. Got it. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> yeah. By the way, that's not an admission volume. of you ever having done mushrooms. That was yeah, just, absolutely not. You're just very well read. I'm just well read. Okay. I've read a thing or yeah. two. I might, have, I might have ex- like good. been to a different plane of existence uh, yeah. as well. Also, the views and opinions expressed on this show does not reflect the views and opinions <laughs> of Sticky so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um No, so I there, uh, the whole mushroom thing yeah. was kind of just like a assumption, but I kind of just want to run with it though. If not, he just came off a long four twenty, so like the grogginess ah. from smoking all that dope. There's no way he didn't do mushrooms. If not right. yesterday, like. With Joe Rogan, like after that podcast. Oh shit! Good point. They don't have like a little shaman moment, like right? One hundred percent. Come here, Joe. Take these mushrooms. <laughs> you do that good. You work on that, or uh, no? I uh, so I listened to Jamie Fox one time do his Mike Tyson, and I was like, it's so funny. It's always easier to do an impression of someone doing an impression of hmm. someone famous. Okay. I don't yeah. know why. I yeah, it was like I think uh Jamie Foxx was saying like he was like I was just pretending to be like Mike and you know Mike's just crazy in the head. He's just he's <laughs> no. a little bit psycho. Didn't he play Mike Tyson in a movie or something? Did it ever come out? No, he I never saw Mike it. Tyson's coach or corner man in in no. No. He played No, he played Mike Tyson. Uh, maybe it just hasn't come out yet. Did he? 100%. I think Maybe Travis can find it. I don't 100%, know. I think. I love that. Yeah. You like that? <laughs> yeah. I have to say that because otherwise on Instagram, I get DMs that I'm a fucking idiot. So I'm trying to limit, <laughs> I try to limit the number of DMs that say I'm a fucking idiot. Can't say I'm bald anymore thanks to Vegas hair transplants. Shout out to Dr. Corsandi. That, that's called an organic yeah. plug. Yeah, that was good, right? Yeah, like that, that was. That was not to be confused with like a hair plug. Oh! hey oh. <laughs> um, So... I actually have something here. Jamie Foxx is set to portray Mike Tyson in a limited series called Tyson. Previously in the biopic on the former heavyweight champion, it was titled Finding Mike, which was also expected expected to be a full-length feature film. So No date? No, no date. release date. I'll Maybe COVID fucked it up. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Until, oh, uh, it's coming out this year. Okay. 2022. There you go. My See? movie. You know how I knew that Jamie Foxx played Mike Tyson? It was on TMZ a while back. I was going to say that. Now, what's your initial thought to that video? Well, my initial thought is he always talks about how when he lets that beast out, Mm -hmm. especially when he like gets back into fighting, Mm -hmm. that that beast in him comes out and he kind of attributes a lot of that kind of shit to that mindset of a fighter Mm -hmm. and he was, you know, talking to Joe on on his Joe show. Yep. And he was talking about that, and he's talking about, you know, yeah, man, I, I you know, I, I, it's it's in me, and I, you know, and I start to fight, it comes out, and like, he's a fucking beast. Yeah. He's still fifty five. Yeah. Don't fuck with Mike. <laughs> Don't fuck with if you want to stay alive. <laughs> it's crazy, man. I can't fucking believe it. Any man that literally owns pigeons as pets, <laughs> like pigeons should. and tigers, tigers, dude, tigers, yeah. fucking Multiple. pigeon, yeah. crazy white people own tigers too. Yeah. Crazy white people don't own pigeons. You, hear about you have this? to be That's a fucking true. psycho. Yeah. There's like more tigers in the state of Texas than yes. like anywhere in the world. Yeah. Really? Yeah. As pets? Yeah. That's weird. That's you can't have a tiger as a pet. That's a little. Texas what you can do is you can sponsor a tiger's food at the Lion Habitat Ranch here in Las Vegas. Oh, I like that. organic plug. Boom. Yeah. For, what was the price? That was about 10K a year, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10K. Which isn't that bad if you're like a big – like I was actually disappointed in Las Vegas, to be honest. Like how is it not every hotel sponsoring one of those? Or, or is it a slippery slope where uh, if you do it, you're going to get hammered – 
maybe by half the people go, oh, they shouldn't be in captivity and all that, so they just stay clear. Is that the problem? The woke mob? Right. <laughs> yeah, they're so woke. Too right? woke. You can't, I, I guess, uh, animals in captivity ever since, like, documentaries became, like, really popular on Netflix. Right. Like, they just kind of have ruined every animal sanctuary. Like, what, like, a shitty-ass city, like, somewhere in the middle of the United States, like, that is their revenue. Right. They don't have anything else. Right. They have tiger. And these tigers, if I, and maybe you correct me if I do get this wrong, but as, as far as I know, they were rescued from like either the circus or a, a shitty zoo or whatever, and they can't go back into the wild anyway, I believe, all the tigers and lions over there. It would just be too, uh, it would be too hard just to like release them back. Right. So yeah, majority of them just stay Actually, in captivity. Actually, there are no tigers or, over there, right? Just lions. There's just lions, yeah. Right. Or Lion, it, I'm sure they're open range. to having a tiger if it was in need. Correct. Correct. They don't discriminate cats based on how they identify. <laughs> we just finished that video. We just finished shooting the video today. I got to check so out. So shout out. Make sure you follow Sticky Paws Studios on Instagram and subscribe to Sticky Paws Studios on YouTube. Oh, shit. To make sure that you catch that Lion Habitat Ranch video. Wow. That was nicely that was done. Good. These yeah. guys are getting good. They really are. <laughs> the inmates run the asylum. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I have spent, as you know, I've spent a lot of time with Mike Tyson. I've known Mike Tyson. I first met Mike Tyson. I was 15. He had just become heavyweight champ. He was 19. Um, is that right? Or maybe I was 16. I might have been 16. Yeah, I'm going to be 52. He's 55, three years. Yeah. So he was 19. He was the youngest heavyweight champ ever at the time. I think that probably still holds true. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. And my dad, the first time I met Mike was at the Las Vegas Hilton, which is now the Westgate. Uh, my dad was performing there and Mike came to the show and he came backstage after the, the uh, show. And I just happened to be like the whole baseball team that, you know, you know, Larry, Barry, uh, Stryker. They're uh, all there. All of them. Kevin Fisher, the whole clown, wow. Jason Beckerman now at TMZ, uh, everybody uh, was there. My whole high school team had come. And they got to meet him, too? And we all got to meet him. And somewhere there's pictures of that, too, but I don't have it. I right. don't know. I don't know. You got pictures for us? Yeah. And then uh, Travis has some photos. Like, so that was uh, a pre-hair transplant, obviously. Um, <clears throat> that was maybe 2013. I remember that. Who, 20, who is that man on the right? Like, I, <laughs> this is like this is not the same person. Like no, it's not. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's forty pounds ago, and uh, less hair. Yeah, and that was uh, Mike. So that's at an autograph signing. Um, the boxing, I want to say the boxing Hall of Fame was doing an event here, and he was doing a signing, and there was a long. List, long line of people wanting to take a photo with him. You had to buy a Tyson merchandise or pay 50 bucks or whatever it was. And uh, I was too cheap to pay. And I was just kind of staying off to the side. And I was on Hang With. It was our, you know, the live streaming app we had. So I was just doing, and Mia St. John was there. That was how I originally went. I didn't even know Mike Tyson was going to be there when I first went. I was actually going just to see Mia St. John and Roy Jones Jr. Just say hi. Because Mia was using our app at the time. And I saw Mike was going to be there, and I saw this line. I'm like, you know me. I'm like, how do I get yeah. around this yeah, line, yeah. you know? So I tried to get, like, just in his sight line, you know? And I stood there forever, man, like at least an hour. And he would, like, almost look my way, but not, you know? And then finally, we locked eyes, and he did, like, a double take. And I was like, what's up? And he, he was like, he was like, you look familiar, but I don't know who the fuck you are. But, yeah. you know, who the fuck, who are you? And I was like, it's John Orlando. And instantly, he's like, come here. And he's like, sit down. How you doing? Da, da, da. We talked. I sat there in that line for at least an hour with him, just shooting the shit while people came up. Wow. Yeah. And then I got the digits. You know, I asked for the digits. I got the digits. <laughs> and then I shot him a text right away because I was like, what if he doesn't remember the digits? Like, are these really the digits? And boom, it popped up. And I was like, Mike, save me. Save me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So he saved me. And then. Um, Is that number still good? No, no, sadly, no. A couple numbers, um, probably. But yeah, so I, I, on that day for that photo that you just saw, I hadn't. That was the first time I'd seen him. Uh, so if that was like 2013, last time I saw him before that was probably 2009 or 2010. There was a period in between. Oh, when did we start repping Frank Trigg? Maybe 06, 07, somewhere around there. Yeah. 06, 07. 
between 06, 07 and like 2010, I'm not kidding. I ran into Mike Tyson in this city in Vegas multiple times. I can't even count how many times. And we would go, you know, one time we were at the Hard Rock. We were eating at Ago, and, uh, which is like an Italian restaurant that De Niro is a partner in. And I'm just, it's just name drop day at, at, uh, it really is right at action junkies. Yeah. Um, and I'm just getting warmed up and, um, uh, <clears throat> I was eating at Ago with a bunch of people. Frank Trigg was one of them. Uh, George Sapp, Banker George, David Aldridge, hoping Mike Pulitz, uh, or maybe no Pulitz that night. Um, and, uh, in comes walking Mike Tyson and I got my back to the door and Trigg is across from me and he's like, um, yo, Mike Tyson just walked in. And I'm like, really? And I look as he's walking by, and I'm like, yo, Mike. He stops and is like, whatever. I get up, do the hugs. He was on a date with what's, who is now his current wife. Um, and uh, we were texting like during dinner and shit. You know, he was like a couple tables over. And then when he leaves, I don't know if you were there. Were you there? Do you uh-huh. remember? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then when we were leaving, Mike Tyson walks back behind me. Like I was talking and didn't realize like he could come up on me. And uh, all of a sudden, I feel hands on my shoulders. He gave me like a little shoulder rub. And he goes, love you, Giano. And then I walked away. And Frank Trigg's like, bro, Mike Tyson just said he loved you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I bow down. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and then I, I ran into him like a bunch of times because he had just moved to Vegas. So he was back and forth between Vegas and, and Phoenix at that during that time. Or Arizona. I'm not sure if it's Phoenix, but definitely Arizona. And, um, uh, yeah, one time I ran into him, we were at Pure, I was at Pure with Trigg and, um, Mike Tyson was at a table all by himself and Trigg was like, Hey, this is fucking Tyson. I was like, let's go over there. And he was like, dude, I don't know. you know, he's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's fine. I promise. And we go over there and like the, like Pure. So Pure is now, um, uh, Omnia. Mm-hmm. At Caesars, so uh, we go over there and like security's like, nah. I'm like, dude, trust me, it's all good. I promise. Just get his attention, and like they weren't, they weren't even doing any of that. Right. And then he saw me and he came up. And he was like, Heath, good, Heath, good, you know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, me, Trig, and Tyson just hung out like for hours, hours. Wow. Yeah. And another time, there was a at Pure. There was a VIP club underneath Pure. I don't remember the name of it. Hmm. It was like an underground. Like you had to like you'd know how to ask to get in or whatever. Right. It was like, take an elevator. Right. When the club closed, you could do after hours down there. And I went down there. I don't remember who I was with. And uh, same thing, Tyson was in there. And I started going, like, three bodyguards, like, just jumped. They were like, bro, no, no. And then all of a sudden, he's like, you know, no, he's good, he's good, he's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, like, I've hung out uh, with him a lot. You know, ran into him in L.A. a handful of times. I don't know if you were there at Bliss. That one time he picked me up uh-huh. from behind at Bliss. Um, yeah, on a, on a Friday night remember, or Saturday night, whatever night was Bliss's big night when Friday, Hefner would come Friday, Friday nights, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, see, so, you know, do you Hefner? You say I'm dropping, I keep dropping. Yeah, yeah. I actually just finished watching the secrets of playboy. Dude, hold that thought. Cause let's okay. circle back to that on this one. Cause that's crazy too. Yes. Uh, another thing you probably didn't see. No, no, I heard no, about no, no. It. He, heard, he heard about it. Okay. That's better. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, uh, the promoter, uh, that was at bliss, um, was Chris Wally back then and uh yeah i saw it i heard tyson was there i was working out by the door um it might have been like a bench warmer thing or whatever i don't even fucking remember and uh i went in and i was like hey where's tyson and chris didn't know i had any history with everybody right. he was like yeah don't bug him like no dude it's all good and <laughs> as i'm saying it's all good from behind all of a sudden something wraps around me and i fucking spin around he, it was him, Tyson, came up from behind, grabbed me, oh. and literally, fl- we did a 360. Your legs definitely, like... Dude, like, 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 like... You were a spinner. Like, spinner. You were a spinner. Helpless. <laughs> like, like, picking up a little bunny, <laughs> you know? It was like picking up a little bunny. Yeah, and just fucking, we went for a fucking pirouette or whatever. Oof. Yeah. That's funny. And, uh... Kind of romantic. He had just gotten that tattoo, I think, not the long... Tattoo? The face tattoo. And he was like, how you doing? You look good. And I was like, dude, what did you do? <laughs> oh. I'm like, yeah, you picking up any chicks with this? What is this? And was like, I was giving him shit. And uh, yeah, it was good. And then we went, um, we ended up at an after hours. It's crazy. I don't remember like uh, maybe shelter or one of those. Like, uh, I don't know if they had after hours. I don't remember. We, on sunset somewhere, we were at after hours. And as he was leaving, he goes, 
don't tell your father I took you here. <laughs> and then that became a running joke when I would run into him places and we would do like that same thing at the at the down underneath uh, Pure yeah. nightclub. Yeah. Um, don't tell your father. Then, yeah, don't tell your father. And then uh, uh, we were at Roscoe's Chicken, and, Chicken and Waffle in L.A. Yep. And we were leaving. And I want to say you were like, Tyson just got in that limo or yeah, something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there was like smoke in there. They were blazing right. up. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? And you were like, yeah, Tyson just got in that limo. And so I ran up to the limo, the fucking windows up, whatever. And I like, I knocked on the window and the fucking window. Do you remember? And then yes. the window came. There's a whole crowd of people. It's so Roscoe's smoke. is this like famous, iconic. Yeah, like, yeah. I've been okay, to Roscoe's. Chicken and waffle place in LA. Okay. So there's a line like to get in. You're waiting an hour or whatever. Like, you know, so there's a lot of people there, you know? Um, and, uh, the fucking window comes down and it was like a Cheech and Chong movie, man. Just smoke comes out, right? <laughs> smoke comes out and it was like some other guy right at the window, you know? And I was like, I just want to say hey to Mike. And he's like, nah, it's good. And Mike was like, who's that? And I'm like, it's Orlando. He's like, come in. And I opened the door. Remember I opened the door. Yeah. I went in the limo for a minute. I got a total fucking contact high. It was like, oh it was, God. it was, it was bad. It was strong in there. That was going to be one of my questions to you. Cause like he obviously smokes a lot of weed, does a lot of drugs in front of you from what you've seen at like certain some of those encounters is back then just weed is the only thing i ever saw him do um i yeah, actually i think he was on the um the, he went through a period where he was sober and i think because he had to be i think it was court ordered mm. again i'm trying to remember this so if i'm wrong yeah no no no, no. i wrong. just yeah but I, yeah i figured because i offered him something once uh mm -hmm. the only thing i ever really partaked in uh, mm -hmm. was tic tacs the, was the tic tacs at one point and um he said no he said huh. no that was here in vegas yeah hmm. he was like no nah, i don't do that yeah so like he's definitely somewhat shifted like uh, me being a psychedelic kind of guy i yeah. feel he's definitely had this like life change where he feels more calm yeah or, like he appeared more calm and then out of the blue he takes that fight with wasn't it roy jones jr yep 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 i think like there was something there like you said geo where he, that shit he had he had it on the fucking let me just keep it down yeah you know? no and you can only do it for so long like I'm fucking beast. When, well, like even just me, I feel I'm just like a masculine, normal man. You know, 23 years old, I should have like a bit of like rage sometimes, and it feels good to like mm -hmm. let go. Like I don't know, scream, punch something super right. hard. But like I think you know how testosterone's measured on like that scale. What is ever 900s like the yep. highest. He's got to be above like whatever the highest <laughs> is. 3,700. That's documented. Um, <laughs> I made that part up. I don't know what it is, but it's probably pretty fucking close. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Because that just caught that. That's it. I think it was the Roy Jones Jr. fight. And then everybody yeah. after that, tell me people aren't like, oh, you could do that again, Mike. Yeah. They're like, you should try doing this. And then it's just constantly yeah. building up yeah. until that little, that poor little kid. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, yeah, and you know, the, I remember with the, when I hung out with him at Pure, there was one time I hung out with him at Pure, just me and him. That's it. And uh, I don't remember who I started the night with, but I ended up at Pure by myself and then saw Mike and I hung out with Mike, just me and him at Pure for hours. And I kind of became the role, I'm not going to say bodyguard, obviously, but the, just the buffer, just the, no, you can't get a pick, right? Right. And, right. Uh, but it, there's so many fucking people. It's like, it's like you know, it's like the, when there's like the wall with the water leaking out and like you put one and it just yeah. it doesn't end. That's what it's like when you're in public with this guy. Even being at a table, the people, other in the people in the other, in the VIP room, right. they just come, you know? Right. And I remember saying to him, I was like, how do you do this? And he said, I remember he, cause he was real calm. He was, this is why, like, I know he's in the right today because I've seen him multiple times when crowds of people and he's nice. He looks intimidating, obviously, cause he's got that presence and he's fucking Mike Tyson, but he is nice and accommodating. He takes photos. He will stop and talk. He's nice to people, you know? Um, and I remember I said, how do you do this? And he just looked at me and he said, I'm doing this a long time. That's what he said. Like, just like, I'm used to it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you mean, you, you <clears throat> lived it with your dad. Your dad, you can't walk through a casino with your dad in an hour. You can't. Right. 
Right. In an hour. <laughs> right. Point A to B. South Point showroom right across the hall. It's it's 50 yards to the Italian restaurant. It's a, it's 40 minutes yeah, to do that. Yeah, stops and talks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Do you think, crazy. like, in a, in a way, though, like, by them interacting with the fans, it, it makes time, like, pass by faster like like it just happens so much after a point in time you're like why don't i give this person more than just yeah like a, sup you yeah know, like you might want to sit and talk with that person a little more yeah do you feel that way like with celebrities do you feel like they get to that point some for sure some just it's just not their thing it just always stays with like the sup and, and right. walk right hmm yeah but with some it's def i think they definitely and then some i think they go through uh phases with it you know, yeah. like I feel like even Kobe changed his tune after he retired when it yep. comes to fans yep. and stuff, you know, um, you know, like Shaq, I've, I've seen Shaq out a bunch of times. He's so fucking nice. Shaq's so nice. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I feel like most of them are nice. There's only a handful that I've ever met that I was like disappointed. Like, damn, that guy wasn't really as why uh, as I hoped. Why is Mike Tyson flying JetBlue? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. You know, maybe it's just, it was just the Tyson Ranch not doing that well. It was just easy. I don't think that's it. I don't know. Is JetBlue bad? Like if you're in first class? Well, not, nothing's bad if you're in first class, but I, I would, I think, Delta. I would assume he's a PJ guy exclusively. Uh, I think those days are over. Does it? Yeah, it hits a that cap. can eat you alive. It's fifty-five grand. You want to go coast to coast one way? Fifty-five. Mm -hmm. yeah, Whoa. That's yeah. Not cheap. Yeah. It's crazy. Whoa. You know. Yeah, I think those days are over for him. But like, I feel like you know, he's probably not the type of guy. Like, I feel like if Mike Tyson needed to go somewhere and he called Dana White and said, "Yo, I need to go from here to here," I'm pretty sure Dana White puts him on a fucking jet. I can't imagine it goes any other way. And I feel I, I I'm pretty sure Dana was was. Um, you know, Mike had like that lull like before. Uh, what's the movie? What's the movie? Hangover. Yeah, thank you. Uh, before that movie, he's kind of had a lull, right? Yeah. Um, and but I feel like I think money. I think Dana like you know would put some money in his pocket, like, hey, come to a fight. It's he, a good look for us. He told the story. Did you watch the uh, Rogan show? Not all of it. No. He tells the story <clears throat> about uh, Dana, and Dana hooked him up on like. Shark Oh, week? Shark Week. Yeah. Right, I did see that. And was, he was like, and my wife was like, yeah, it's a good idea. And they were like, these people don't give a fuck about me. Yeah. They don't want me to fight, but they want me to go into a cage in the water with a with, shark. Right. With a fucking tiger shark. Right. Yeah. The tiger yeah. sharks. Yeah. So, yeah, he's. I'm sure he hooks him up. Yeah. It, I'm, it's, I'm curious to see what the blowout is of this. Like, We'll see tomorrow. It seems like the internet's pretty supportive mm -hmm. so far from comments that I've seen on Instagram and stuff. I thought it was going to be like 50-50. I don't feel like I, what I read today was 50-50. I feel like it was... Ooh, yeah, I just had a thought. Like, this is a completely different story if that there isn't videos of that kid, like, antagonizing him a little bit, like, chirping him. If right. that doesn't exist and right. just that Tyson video exists, right. it would be a complete 180. Right. And everyone would be losing their shit on Mike right now. When yeah. we saw the kid chirping in the video just now, that's after he already got... Beat up. Oh right, yeah, because he, he said did it you before. Got beat yeah. up. Right. Yeah. So there was like before. So he was ones. still chirping even after. No, 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 no. The after yeah. video is him fucking pouting because he just got his face. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so who knows what went on before the cameras actually started rolling? Right. It could have been worse because it had to be worse because that's what prompted the cameras to start rolling. Mm -hmm. Right. When you see Mike Tyson turn around. I think everyone like because that that's the reason why there's only one video. You, oh, you got it. You got it going. This is George talking to Mike Tyson, bro. This shit crazy. So that's before. Before. <laughs> My dog done got lit, man. He over here rapping with Tyson. Mike Tyson trying to give us some shrooms. <laughs> JetBlue, map flight. Yeah, JetBlue. That mug, yeah, yeah. Just, How many memes will that be? It already is, probably, right? Right, man. <laughs> the longer I, I look at it, the funnier. I want to punch that kid, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, though, yeah. yeah. 
Well, he's got his chin. I'll give him that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm confused is, is like, how is the blood on the right side of his face? If he was getting, it looked like he, he was, was throwing left too. He oh, was, it was, he was, oh, it was, it was both. Oh, he yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oof. Do you think of two punches from Mike Tyson connected the brain at the same time? It just I think like, you instantly die. It's like a fucking watermelon. <laughs> yeah, like it's, like, it's like Chuck Norris or whatever. Yeah, it's, you're instantly dead. Yeah, it just explodes. Definitely. You just explode. Yeah. That's crazy. But what's, what would suck if, if that guy sues Mike and Mike has to pay some money. Like, that would be fucked up. And that's probably going to happen, right? Yep. Yeah, I don't know how many of these things work. I don't see how Mike Tyson doesn't pay for that dude. Any lawyer bills. takes the case for free for the kid. Mm-hmm. Right, just to make himself uh, famous, whatever. So there's no money out of pocket. Mike has to pay to defend it. His people are probably going to say, "Dude, just settle. Yep. Throw this kid fucking fifty grand or a hundred grand or whatever the fucking number is." That low? Uh, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't know. He has to prove he got hurt. He should have not protected himself, in a weird sense. Yeah, he would have got more money. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Like right. he should have like let like saw the left one coming. Like, oh, he should have been like Rocky, <laughs> Rocky to Clubber Lang. Ain't so bad. Ain't so bad. You ain't nothing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Rocky is a movie that was about boxing. Travis. Oh, um, it's portrayed by. I'm gonna Sylvester look it up Stallone. for the first time. Okay. Right now. Yeah. Just let you know. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that you're both the same age, but I just I know you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, but have you ever seen Rocky? Yeah, I've seen Rocky. Tell the truth. Yes. One, two, and three. Just one. The best Fail. one. The best one. Three. Uh, Rocky three is better than the kind the of because it's got a lot of comedy too. Uh, Rocky three is pretty fucking strong. You got Mr. T. Yeah. But Stallone's just shredded. Just, just that, just that coming to life. Yeah, the Great yeah. White Hope. Yeah. That story was just brilliant. Yeah. It was a brilliant story. Adrian. <laughs> 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 um yeah i don't know man i'm curious to see what happens here yeah i mean should we do a recap yeah do a recap some some crazy happens like tomorrow he says something or you know the kid comes out and says something we just do a little quick little recap episode i like that travis you got more photos i, I have more photos yeah, I sent you yeah, yeah. a lot of photos show the people that wasn't just one and done <laughs> there it is with dr steve kin from hollywood smile shout out to hollywood smile and the pint-sized warrior Dr. Kim is almost as tall as the Pine Size Warrior when Dr. Kim's sitting down, and Dr. Kim's not a tall guy. Um, yeah, and then do the one, is, you see the one where he's on the phone? Like, no. I'm standing up, and Mike is on the phone in that same, oh, yeah. that same day. I have this one. That's at a UFC fight. That's me and the big guy at a UFC fight. Let's, uh, let's see. I won't lie. We didn't go together, but uh, we, we were sitting right next to each other. I don't know, John, the way you were making some of those stories sound where he was grabbing you from behind and swinging yeah. you around. But <laughs> Here's the one you're um, talking about. Yeah, so he's on the phone with my dad right there. So, I, so Dr. Kim called me, and he was like, hey, I bought a Mike Tyson boxing glove. I want to go get it signed. I was like, dude, I'll go with you. I know him. And so um, we went just at the end. We didn't. I was like, don't wait in line. Just wait till the very end because I'll definitely get in. And so then uh, whoever his guy, that his handler that was there that day, I was like, hey, I know Mike, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just tell him John Orlando. And he did. And he was like, come on in. The champ will see you now. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, we went in and I said, hey, you know, whatever. And he asked how my dad was. I'm like, Can I, I'm going to call him right now. So I called him and that's him talking to Tony O for a little bit. Yeah. There you go. You look so... I don't know what exp- like what emotion is that? You're like you're like staring at him. It's just like holy shit! I just handed Mike Tyson my cell phone, and he's talking to my dad, and it's just cool. It's who, just like who took this photo? Uh, Vanessa. Like, oh, it seems a little high for Vanessa. Oh, she probably <laughs> lifted it up. Who did take that photo? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Corsani. Yeah, no, not Corsani. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. TMZ. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool shit. <laughs> Crazy yeah. stuff. Uh, one time I, uh, I was driving in L.A. I was maybe 20. This was 1990. I was in the MR2. Remember the MR2 with the T-tops? That. Of course I did. Uh, Toyota MR2. And I had the T-tops off. It was like June. And I was driving down Wilshire, Wilshire Boulevard uh, through like the Wilshire Corridor on my way to Westwood. Speeding. Speeding, for sure. <laughs> and I drive by. There was a hotel. It's not there anymore. There was a little boutique hotel on the right. I'm going westbound. And there's a boutique hotel on the right called the Del Capri. It was a little boutique hotel. 
and I saw what looked like Mike Tyson leaning up against a car in the in the front, you know, right in front, you know, like where valet would be or whatever. And I was like, that was Mike Tyson. And I'm like, that can't be Mike. So I I was like, fuck it. So I did a U-turn. I drive back around and I make another U-turn and sure shit, it's fucking Mike Tyson. So I get out, I go up and I'm like, hey, champ, champ. And he's like, hey, what's going on? You know, whatever. And uh, I was like, what are you doing? He's like, well, this is 90. So there's no cell phones, you know, there's none of that shit, right, you know. Right. He's like, ah, I'm waiting for a ride. I'm waiting for this girl. And I was like, um, I can give you a ride. Where do you need to go? And he was like, I, I need to go down to the forum. I'm going to the Laker game. And I was like, I'll take you. And he's like, yeah. He's like, where's your car? I was like, right there. And he goes, what is that, a Ferrari? Uh, and I was like, it's a Toyota. <laughs> but, you know, the MR2 was kind of nice back in the day. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I hauled him down to the fucking Laker game, uh, playoff game. He goes, you want to come in? I go, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll come in. So I go in the Laker game. We stay for like a quarter. It was a playoff game. Uh-huh. We, st- we, we got there late and we left early. And we end up at uh, some party, and I'm wearing like fucking shorts, a t-shirt, and flip flops. Like I felt not right. You know, people get like dressed up a little bit right. to go to the Laker game, right. playoff game. We're down yeah. in the fucking the what's the Jerry Bus Room or whatever it's called. Yep. What, yep. Is that what it's called? Yeah, know you know what I'm called. talking about the yeah, little VIP fucking thing. And were you, uh, were you courtside? Did you sit? We never. We we walked out, and we never sat. I don't like. We saw piece saw people. Like we came out, we walked out, and then we went back into the room, and then we were talking. He was drinking, and then we just left. It was really weird. It was, it was really weird. And uh, we ended up at Lermitage Hotel uh-huh. in on Burton Way in Beverly uh-huh. Hills in this fucking party that like it was like it felt like a fucking puzzle. Which one doesn't belong? And it's me. Uh, everyone's fucking famous. Kiefer Sutherland's there with Julia Roberts. Like fucking wow. ridiculous amount of celebrities. And like I see like that was the first time I ever saw, as far as I remember, like cocaine in person. And uh, I was there for a little bit and I was so intimidated. And people were like dressed. Now it's nighttime. And I'm still wearing flip flops t-shirt and shorts right but i'm with my tyson so right. it is what it is right. right um and uh but i just felt you know i'm only 20 you know i'm right. like you know me i never drank like yeah. i was not the yeah. pro- this is not not my scene like yeah. i haven't even been to nightclubs yet right right, right. um <laughs> I haven't so dragged you out there yet. yeah so uh finally i was just like i remember i was like i walked up to him i was like champ is uh, is it cool i'm gonna go <laughs> you know and he's like yeah okay and then same thing he's like don't tell your father. <laughs> that was the first time he ever said it. Like, don't tell your father I took you here. And uh, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, and I just I just left because uh, wow. I just felt like yeah I don't belong in here. I don't know. It was like weird. I never. Oh. That hotel, man. That all, all, like the Oscars. Yeah, we went there for an Oscar yeah, party. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a after party, right? We went to uh, after the Vanity Fair award party. Yeah. Vanity Fair party. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so crazy. Heavy. What uh, what was the Hugh Hefner mention? We were like mid story. Yeah. you said Hugh Hefner, Mike Tyson. So, oh yeah, so that was uh, when I saw. So there was a there was an, a restaurant slash club called Bliss in L.A. back in the day. That on Friday nights we did their PR, and on Friday nights, um, this guy Chris Wally we knew, uh, and Alex Nicole they promoted this party at Bliss. Friday nights, and it was the place to be in LA. I mean, Playmates and you Hefner came every single Friday night um, with the with all the girls. Whatever was that like with his most updated? Like when he did the uh, he had like the main three, and they did the show. What was it? Uh, the Girls Next Door. This was before that. Before the Girls Next Door. Mm-hmm. Yep, got it. Yep. So when he was bringing like ten out. Exactly. Yep. Yes. Yep. Posse of pussy. Exactly. <laughs> he was bringing like ten out. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually he did bring those girls. It was during that time. Eventually it was Bridget, Kendra, and Holly. Because um, I remember I'd seen Holly. And so that was like maybe 01 or 02. Because um, I hadn't seen her in a long time. Because I knew Holly like when she first moved to LA. Like two weeks into moving to LA. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. We met Holly at the Sunset Room on your birthday. I thought it was the place where we did the uh, the that theater on um, on Sunset. 
Well, we did the uh, pieces. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. You thought we met her there? Yeah. We met her at Sunset Room. She was eating dinner with a bunch of girls on your birthday. Uh, on the, on the same night, Mark McGuire was there and Mike Piazza was there in the back outside, and we talked to them. And Jason Giambi hit a walk-off. It's crazy, my memory. Jason Giambi hit a walk-off grand slam um, after getting traded to the Yankees. Um, and I remember watching it on TV in the rain. It was a walk-off grand slam in the rain. Wow. And I just remember seeing that. And it was also raining in L.A. that night. And then Jennifer Corbin. Do you remember Jennifer Corbin? Yeah. We used to pretty yeah. red-haired girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she was on like the HBO or Showtime series, like Red Stockings or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, she called me and her boyfriend at the time, yeah. David something. I don't remember his last name. That piece of shit motherfucker, if you're night. listening. Fuck that guy, um, man. Fuck that hey, guy. Fuck He's you, Brooke, buddy. Brooke Burke's ex-boyfriend. Can't remember his name. He was a manager. He was dating Jennifer Corbin, and he had beaten her up. And she called me, and she was like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, just come here. Take a taxi. Come here. I'll pay for it. And then I called the police, and the police were there. And then I couldn't get her to file the fucking... Oh, no, she did. I'm sorry. She filed the police report, and we and I served the fucking restraining order the next day. I remember True that. story. I remember fucking... Cracked out on ecstasy. Night. I served the restraining order, and then I went and played softball and went three for four over at uh, fucking Rancho, <laughs> Rancho Park um, on yeah, a pill and impressive. no sleep. That's impressive. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah. 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 That's crazy. So, anyway, yeah, the documentary. Let's talk about that for a minute on Hefner. Dude, you haven't seen it? It's on, what was it, A&E? It's on... A&E, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it is. What did you think about this? Because you don't know, because Playboy's kind of before your time. So, you got the whole history in that documentary, basically. So, the first time I ever saw Playboy was when we were cleaning out my grandpa's house, like, after he passed away. And it was, like, ducked away and, like, underneath his desk... And I mean, uh, no, 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 no. he was a respectable man. They were laminated. He actually was really into it. Uh, But no, it was the first time it was just, you know, full Bush 60 style, like crazy looking, you know, like porno mag. So I definitely, that was part of the first spank bank category. So then flash forward to this documentary. I see this documentary and then when anything is ever associated with Playboy, you know, like I always make sure. Like I'm, a, I'm alone as I watch it the first time because I might, you know, right. I might be feeling it. Right. Playboy TV. Shout out to you. Uh, but the documentary takes it in a completely yeah. different light. And like, it's crazy the way Hugh, in a sense, like just played the innocent role of just like, we're, we're helping better everybody's careers. And mm-hmm. it's such an interesting perspective to see that like, these girls actually felt so empowered and respected. Like it never, like in my head, it didn't click like that. Like I thought that, you know, it just so happened that that's the way that their life ended up and they're, you know, they were models, but they didn't really necessarily want to do playboy, but no, this is like the pinnacle. Like this was their super bowl career. And once you have them like wrapped up in a mentality like that, then having them at the house never being able to leave the house mm-hmm. kind of controlling every aspect of their life after that it kind of gets cultish mm-hmm. and i'm only four episodes in oh wow it gets worse you gotta f- yeah i figure it gets really worse binge the i fuck almost out of that, man i almost don't want to finish will it ruin like because i i thoroughly like playboy yeah. and i know they've made like a change since half yeah. is past yeah but Man, I don't know. I'm because I'm starting to really dislike it. So here's the thing: um, we worked, G and I worked with a lot of playmates and a lot of playmate of the years, um, from Katie Loman to Brandy Roderick to Lisa Durgan to uh, Angelica Bridges, um, Nikki, uh, Nikki Ziering. <laughs> I mean, it's Summer Altice. I mean, it's, it's Karen McDougal. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Um, I saw a lot of girls defending him when this thing came out on social media, Playmates, defending him. So I'm not saying he's not guilty. I think it's both. It's, I think it's uh, both scenarios is what happened. I think that 
Um, and I also think maybe he changed as he got older a little bit for the better, right? Um, I think maybe in the 60s and 70s, the sexual sexuality was different. It was everyone was a little more freer, yeah. whatever. You know, he absolute. I do believe that he did drug some girls just like Cosby. I definitely believe he did that, which is weird because you didn't have to do that. Right. Like, no, you're fucking you Hefner. It's like any celebrity that has like these like rape charges. I know a lot of times it's, it's unwarranted and they're target. You know, they have a target on their back and it's people just being opportunistic. There's definitely cases like Bill Cosby, like definitely crossed the fucking line. Why? You didn't need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't need to do that. He was sleeping. And I just, I find this tough to imagine just like him and just like 10 girls just like waiting their line to ride that old dick. Like, right. I don't, that doesn't come. <laughs> right. It doesn't compute in my fucking head. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, he, cause he's not like attractive looking. Right. Yeah. And honestly never really was. But money, fame, power, man, that trifecta money, fame, power does weird things to anyone, especially aspiring actresses and models that moved to LA from Bumblefuck, Missouri. That is 100%. true. Yeah. You know, and, and I do believe like, uh, if you got into Holly Madison's part yet. Yeah. Okay. So I believe Holly Madison a hundred percent. Um, I feel, I think that her experience, as she says it happened, I believe that that is absolutely how it, how it occurred for her. Um, and you know, because he treats one person one way, doesn't mean he treats the other, the other way, you know, it's like a weird thing, but he definitely did some bad shit like for sure. But how could you not like, there was too many cases to not have had, you just surprised it just didn't happen sooner. And there wasn't like a shit right. ton more. Right. Um, but you he put kinda, cheese in front of a mouse sooner or later, the mouse eats the cheese, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the part that I had to ask you guys about is he had the entire house bugged and camered up. Right. Hearing that now, did yeah. you guys pick up on that while you were there? Did you kind of no, get the vibe so like, I for sure, everything's being monitored. We threw maybe six events at the Playboy Mansion. Something like that. Over over a four years, four, three or four year span, four, right? Because um, we did two a year there for a minute. Yep. We did All Star in the Mansion and then like the January event, whatever. Um, but when you when you go to the mansion, George, you actually aren't in the mansion. You're just outside. You're outside. Yeah. They tent when the, if the weather is going to be maybe funky. Uh, they'll tent the backyard. The buffet is set up in the backyard. They've done poker tournaments in the backyard they've done fight night at the mansion boxing and mma in the backyard and then you got the pool and the grotto and then there's a game room which is like the guest house so you can go in there but you don't even go into the actual mansion for most of the parties um there are like tv movie parties we weren't cool enough to get invited to those um but uh um so yeah you're really so i don't know you know I don't know. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Because I when I heard that part, I was like, "Oh, like this is how you for yeah. this is how you cover your fucking tracks." Yeah. Like, but this dude was on top of his shit at our parties. As far as I know, which is funny because like we threw parties at the mansion. Did you ever have really have fun at the mansion? No. At our party? No. no. Right? Because we're working. Like yeah. you don't even. I'm I'm at the fucking shuttle stop most of the night. Um, dealing with the list, dealing with the list and, and people lying, saying they should be on the list. They're not. And they're trying to run game on me and whatever. And then there's a line for the fucking shuttle to get on. And it's, you know, you're waiting for an hour just to get on this shuttle and everyone's motherfucking me. And <laughs> like, it's awful. It's oh, awful. Geez. By the time I get there, I'm over it. By the time I get to the mansion, I'm like, I just want to eat and get the fuck out of here. Like literally and go feed the monkeys, those peanuts in the back, which is cool. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, it wasn't like, Sex in the pool, like I didn't see people having. Did you ever no. see people having sex at the mansion? People in the pool, but our parties weren't those parties, though. True, our, we were doing charity events at the mansion, so yeah. it was a little different than yeah. like uh, midnight midsummer, summer, yeah, right? Yeah. Midsummer night, whatever. Dream, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's n like, is it just weekends or is it pretty much any night that they can have an event there? There's we did ours happening? on Tuesdays, uh, we did it on the night of the and uh mlb all-star game all-star night at the mansion mm. um and we did that because we were piggybacking off of back then the espy awards were the night before 
Oh, the so major like league July, baseball. June time? Mid-July. Because that's the only time during the All-Star, MLB All-Star, All-Star break, it's the only time of year where you could have all of baseball, all of football, all of basketball, all of hockey at the same place at the same time. That is it's true. the only time the schedules don't conflict. So you theoretically, like the ESPYs back then, I'd almost argue had more star power than the Oscars in a way because you also had Hollywood mm-hmm. and the Rockers. So you had Rockers, the athletes, and the actors and the comedians all at the – I mean, at our event, we had, you know, Travis Barker and Paris Hilton and fuck – I mean, you name them, you know, Danica Patrick, uh, you know. Jesus. Yeah, it was cool. You wow. missed out. I did. Yeah. I did. I just got the... You got the washed up version of 60s. John and Geo show. <laughs> yeah. Me and Travis are going to recreate it. Uh, yeah, Travis, like, what do you have planned out for... We have huge, huge pool party. Huge like, pool parties. Like, I, I bought one from, like, you know, Amazon. Three bought. feet across. <laughs> We're just going to put a whole bunch of oil in it. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, we'll get, like, some of the hottest chicks that we yeah. know. Yeah. I, I know at least one <laughs> will like make them wrestle in the kiddie pool yeah nice oh, I mean, kiddie pool that's what it's called i would rather have that than have travis barker yelling at me for the shuttle not showing up on right time. well so. they got to drive straight on it's oh. the regular people that paid a thousand dollars guys pay a thousand dollars a ticket to oh. go and they don't want to take mental photographs yeah well they bring cameras oh you oh, okay they can bring cameras Nice. Did cameras exist back then? They did, um, but not like, you know, it was like flip phone city. There's no iPhones. Well, the iPhone had been out. Yeah, we were in 2000s. Well, iPhone came out what year? 2006. Okay, so that was our first year of, okay, doing this thing. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of crazy though when you think like Bill Cosby was a fucking treasure, national treasure icon, fell from grace, right? Locked up, got locked up for drugging girls. Hefner's fucking. You know, at the end of that documentary, you see every episode, it says the Hefner family is no longer a part of Playboy, right? Have you read mm-hmm. that? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. on there. Uh, you know. This is an A&E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can probably binge watch them all now. I think it's 12 yeah, yeah. episodes maybe or 10 episodes. There is. There is. Yeah. That's yeah, a lot of it. Watching. It was a lot of episodes. I was surprised. Yeah. And mostly the older Playmates complaining. Mm-hmm. The only like younger ones was like Holly. Right. Because she had to ride that old dick with nine <laughs> other girls watching. Yeah. Yeah. That's. She wrote a book called Down the Rabbit Hole. I've never read it, but I bet that book's probably pretty good. When's the last book you read, John? The last book I read was. You can get back to me. No, no, no. <laughs> it's probably Lone Survivor. Yeah, I read the book. I remember when we read that. You've got to read this. Yeah, it was so You've good. You've got to read this right now. I was like, I can't wait till the movie comes out. It's going to be so good. Um, like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not a book I'm not a book guy. I didn't read David Goggins' book. Oh, you got to read. read that. Don't oh, I read. Tape, uh, the, nope, the last book I read was Jab, 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 Right Hook. Okay. Yeah. And are you listening to books no, now? No. I know Sartain says that you can do it on double speed or something and yeah, it goes quicker or something. Yeah. I don't do it. Do you? Do you do books on tape? No, or, no, I read. I read books. You really do? I'm reading uh, Be Here Now. It's like a, speaking of psychedelics, it's a, like a scientist who took a whole bunch of psychedelics and it talks about his travels through India's and his findings. And then like in the middle of the book, it has a whole bunch of the art that he created and like sayings that he came up with while he was like taking insane levels of acid and mushrooms like out in the when middle. When do of, you have time to read? I had time to read on the cruise, so I read on the cruise ship. Okay, George, like, tell the people what your day job is. So, people, I am a, I'm a male stripper. <laughs> uh, I knew it. No, I am a special education teacher at Las Vegas High School. I teach students with social-emotional uh, challenges. Uh, this is going to be my last year teaching because Sticky Paws, my one-year anniversary, whoop, 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 whoop. has taken over completely. But, yeah, no, that's what I do Day in and day out. So if you ever have any issues with your kids, just send them straight to me. And for a small fee, I'll fix them. I like that. <laughs> You'll fix that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot. When are you going to start hosting Sports Junkies? When is that happening? <gasps> is that happening? Is that happening? Are you hosting Sports Junkies? Can I set a loose date? Sure. Because I've thought about it. Sure. 
June 8th. Come on, seriously? That's loose? Dude, that's right around the corner. Yeah, that's a date. <laughs> yeah. That's not even loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. June-ish. Like, you know, first yeah. week of June is loose. This guy had a number to yeah. it. It just depends if I get... Uh, I do have to say this. I have a chance to get double paychecks from the school district. Okay. So if I get if it gets approved, then I will be summer school teaching until okay. the 19th. And then we will be starting in like first week of July kind of wow. situation. Wow. Because, you know, I got to take advantage of the double checks. Sure, sure. Here. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sports junkies, I I am just been thinking about it every drive home, and I'm like, oh my god, there's just too many athletes out here in Las Vegas that don't get a chance to come on to a podcast. There's no real like sports podcast in Las Vegas that gets guests. The only one that I can think of is like the the radio shows that now post them, yeah, like as podcasts. But other than that, they still they don't. Bring in guests, and I think it's just we're, if they do exist, it's just their take on whatever the sport is. Correct. No, get no guest, but I think the way that I want to do it, mm -hmm. it's going to be a daily show. Love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm. We're diving in daily live. Yes. It kind of has to be. Yes. Right. If you're doing it daily, it has to be live. Right. Right. Yep. So it's almost sports news meets podcast. Sports news meets podcast meets George Carmona a bit uh -huh. and possibly a, a co-host. Mm -hmm. We have to go through the applications. I mean, the list, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> stack of them. This I like one, that. This tie right now. Female so. co-host or male? What I mean, thinking? like I said, the list this high, <laughs> Okay, there's got to be some trans candidates in there. We're going to just select those. Okay. Damn. We're just going to go straight. Maybe that swimmer. Get that swimmer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just want to come out and make just right. top charts. So yeah. why not? Okay. Uh, Elmore, what? How many episodes of fitness junkies you done so far? Where are we? At? Oh, we're on episode thirty-two, so you're gonna be on thirty-three this week, this Saturday. Yes. Okay. I got, a, I got a pink Tyson coming in next B week. Another Tyson? Yeah. Yes. No relation. No. But, yeah. Female. Yeah. Tyson. That's exciting. Greece. Yeah, I'm very excited. Very okay. Excited. Uh, well, this was fun. Yep. Yeah. So maybe we will do a recap if there's breaking news. Right. Right. We should follow the Tyson story. Yep. Okay. Yep. One day we're going to get Tyson in here. Fact. Fact. It sounds like, like I said, Gio and I believe the same thing. Your guys' relationship goes a little <laughs> deeper <laughs> than you revealed on this podcast today. <laughs> I um, love it. I think the show's over, Travis. That's it. That's over. <laughs>